Hi everybody, how you doing? And thanks for tuning in to this very special episode of the Piercing Wizard podcast. I'm not going to plug anything or try to sell anything. I'm not really going to give you any industry updates because uh, there's some really important conversations happening right now. And uh, I think in this moment, it's more important for some of us to listen rather than to speak. So I invited uh, a few previous guests and a few other piercers that I knew to come on the show and uh, talk about the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, I think we've all been seeing what's going on in the news. And uh, with with what's going on right now, it's not enough to just not be racist. You have to be anti-racist. And... Uh, If I can give people uh, my platform to uh, help their message go out a little bit wider, I'm happy to do that. So I invited a few people on. Some of them were previous guests on the show. Some of them, uh, it's their first time being on the show. Uh, But I have uh, a panel discussion for you today. It's moderated by Michelle Katzelnick. Uh, Michelle was on episode 97, if you want to go back and listen to our previous conversation. Uh, The conversation is also going to have uh, Cameron Solo from Michigan, Trevor Thomas from California, uh, Shwayze, who's also from California, who was also on episode 108, Victoria Rothman, who came on to discuss uh, racial issues in the industry back on episode 87. That's a a good one to go back and listen to. Uh, Ten, who was a a recent guest uh, just two weeks ago. Uh, Ten came on and chatted with me. And Cosmo, a piercer from Atlanta, uh, back from episode 147 when we had our, our last conversation. So... I'm going to step out of this. Uh, I'm not part of this conversation. Uh, I was just trying to uh, facilitate. I'll be back a little bit more at the end, but please listen. Please keep an open mind. Uh, These are very important issues. Even if you are not uh, a piercer of color, if you are not a black piercer, this means something to all of us, not just as body piercers, but as human beings. So uh, I would really appreciate you to uh, just kind of sit and listen to this episode uh, and really just try to process it. I'll be back a bit more at the end. Hey guys, uh, my name is Michelle. I work at Kenton Flower Boutique in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and I'm going to be doing a discussion panel with some of our other black piercers. Um, So we're going to go around and introduce everybody, and then we're going to get going on some questions. Uh, Cameron Solo here. I'm uh, from Flint, Michigan, and I work in uh, Fitton at Fitton Tattoo and Piercing. been in the industry for about seven years now. Nice to meet you all. Hi, uh, my name's Trevor Thomas. I'm in San Francisco, California, and I work at 10 Tigers Body Piercing. I've been in the industry for right around 20 years, and it's really nice to talk to everybody. Hey, I'm Shoezy. Uh I pierce at Superfly Tattoo in San Diego, as well as uh, Empire Tattoo in Fontana, California. Um, I've been piercing for about seven years, and it's nice to meet everyone. My name is Victoria Rothman. Um, I've been piercing um, for about six years um, in Wappingers Falls, New York at Graceland Tattoo. I guess I'm next. Uh, hi, my name is Tan. I'm down at Papado Beach, Florida, Pierce at Funhouse Tattoos. I've been piercing about five years now. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm Cosmo. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and I work at Virtue and Vice. Um, I've been piercing maybe 12 years and an APB member for about five now. And that's everyone, right? That's all of us. Okay, cool. Um, so how this is going to go is I'm going to ask a question, and then since Zoom is being weird with where the camera is, yeah, um, and like where you are, I'm just going to go in the order of my screen, and I'll, I'll say your guys' name, if that's cool. 
All right. Yeah, perfect. Cool. Um, so the first thing that we want to talk about is um, obviously what's going on right now. Um, how are you guys feeling with the climate change in your area and in your shop if you guys are open? And if you're not, um, how do you predict it'll be? And Shwazi, you're going to go first. For sure. Um, so the climate in my area regarding Black Lives Matter is a little bit of a battleground. Um, <clears throat> the protests are, for the most part, peaceful until the cops kind of try to interject. I've seen people getting just like maced or tackled and stuff. And it's a lot of like medic tents, which is kind of concerning. Um, there's, it's, it's also a bit odd that in the same areas that there was just people protesting for things to reopen California with the whole like coronavirus thing and they were met with no opposition whatsoever. We have people coming out with like AR-15s and like Upland and like California is not open carry and people are getting like guns pointed at them and the cops are just not doing anything by civilians. Um, and then there's... I know there's a lot of people getting like boxed in, pulled over, car windows are getting bashed out by the police and everything's kind of being painted um, in a very bad light. Uh, as far as like us being open, we aren't open yet, but I mean, I'm not exactly certain if I do want to stick around with the shop. Well, one of the shops that I'm at, the boss has made comments about like, we're just like a bunch of like Antifa low lives and stuff. And like, yeah, it's, I don't know. So if anyone's hiring, bang my line. So yeah. <laughs> and then Cameron? Um, well, honestly, the, the situation here in Flint hasn't changed much at all. Um, I can say 100% nothing's any different. It almost feels like everything that's going on in the country isn't happening. Since the, uh, the police put down their, you know, their gear and their weapons and walked with us, everything's been peaceful. All the uh, the protests and the, the marches have been peaceful. The police have even been blocking off the roads for us. Um, the rally that we had a few days ago, the mayor actually gave a seat to the table to the organizer of the rally and just complied with all of the demands, like everything. So it's real real different here than most other places in the country right now. And I don't think we're really going to see much of a difference when we open up either. I don't think that my area is going to be affected by much by it much at all. I say you're lucky over there. It's definitely kind of weird here in Kalamazoo. Um, but Trevor, go ahead. Uh, honestly, we're not back open yet. We're not expecting to open until the end of August. Uh, you know, it's a considerable amount of time to be out of work. The climate here is, it, it's crazy. The Bay has a pretty rich history of protest. We're pretty vocal about, you know, when things aren't right in the world, we do like to step up. We like to get out. Um, for the most part, it seems as though protests have been met with a good bit of hostility. Uh, the police are tear gassing. They're pretty much just in a paramilitary state. They aren't treating protesters fairly in any way. And at this point, it doesn't seem like we are going to slow down the protest. It doesn't seem like this city, the Bay in general, is really willing to back down. Um, as far as how that's going to affect us when we're open, I'm really hoping that something will have changed before that time even gets here because I can't really see myself back and forth at work dealing with clients in such a hostile 
environment, you know, with curfews and such like that. I just imagine that's going to have such an impact on our business pretty much all around. Uh, I've never thought that I'd ever be jealous that I wasn't in Flint, Michigan, but <laughs> here we are. <laughs> you know, here, here we are. It sounds like things are changing there and hopefully California will get on board and some things will change and we'll get general sweeping change for a lot of reforms. So I'm staying positive and hoping for the best here. Here, um, Victoria, go ahead. Um, so I'm in Dutchess County, New York, and really the Black Lives Matter presence is almost non-existent, really about 73% white <laughs> where I am. And uh, it is kind of strange um, in that it almost feels like it's not happening where I am. Um, I went to, like, I'm near Poughkeepsie, so um, I was there to, you know, um, just sort of be present there. Um, I marched in um, Kingston, which is just north of us. And we had like a good thousand people there, but the town that I'm in, I don't know, there was maybe one person uh, holding a sign and found that out the next day. Like there were really just not a lot of people fighting for us. Um, There's a huge police presence. Definitely heard people like scream, you know, white power, white lives matter out the window. Um, our shop is not open. New York got hit really hard with coronavirus and we don't know when we're going to open, but I'm not sure how this is going to affect client interaction. Definitely. Um, that's a really valid point. I am the only minority at my shop um, or at surrounding shops. Um, so yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Wow. <laughs> that's actually kind of crazy to hear. It's like you're in a bubble. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, Penn, you can go ahead. So everybody know I'm in crazy South Florida. So, uh, so far everything's been pretty peaceful, but we had a couple of couple of breakouts, riots in Miami and in Fort Lauderdale, but it, it cleared up for a little bit. Um, on both sides, the police and the protesters has been okay, but you have certain situations where the police did edge it on, start tick-assing people, hit people with sticks and there's different stuff like that so other than that it's been it's been kind of peaceful down here so far that i know of and for my shop we we read our first day back open was monday and from the energy so far it seemed like a lot of people showing more love love to the black piercing now for some reason i'm starting getting a lot of new clients that's coming in just wanting to get pierced by so it's like it's a little bit, it's, it seems like it's changing a little bit, the environment down here. But we'll see, because I'm in the dirty South and racism is never going to leave Florida or anywhere in the dirty, anywhere in the South. So we'll see. But in that, yeah, everything seems like it's clearing up. Wow. That's, I honestly, I'm kind of surprised that's how Florida is, but wow. Okay. Yeah, so and then. It's, it's, everybody been together down here, white, black, brown. And together. Sure. And Cosmo, you can go ahead. Uh, it's been kind of weird here, honestly. Like, Atlanta played such a big role in the civil rights movement that that's like inbred in the society here, if you're talking about the city proper. Um, so, as far as the city goes, people are being pretty aggressive. Like, we've had lots and lots of like protests turned to rioting, um, just because that's what we've done historically. But the fact of the matter is, Atlanta produces a really small uh, percentage of the population here so we don't really push elections um, so the state is horribly red um, and 
I think that leads into the way the police force uh, responds to things. Like we've had the National Guard here like everybody does. Um, we have more police than I thought were even in the state or president. Um, they brought in people from other counties to all hang out around the Capitol in our Olympic Park. Um, Centennial Olympic Park is where the Olympics happened in 96. So it's kind of like ground zero right now. Um, it's kind of the battleground where if you go there any day, there's a pretty big protest. I went yesterday at like noon and there was 4,000 people there. Um, like signs and all, and then the National Guard surrounds them. Typically around seven-ish o'clock every night, um, more and more SWAT moves in. They kind of get their perimeter around the crowd. And then right before the curfew hits, there's uh, flashbangs, tear gas, and then rubber bullets uh, to kind of enforce the, the uh, curfew. And then if you're caught, basically if they get their hands on you after the nine o'clock curfew, you get put on a jail bus. Um, everybody's kind of figured that out now. So you can kind of see this huge separation right before the curfew and then people kind of disperse and are kind of every like everywhere um but any given night you're going to see vandalism happening right in front of cops and the cops not doing anything because they know as soon as it gets dark they're going to respond to that with force um so it's really like a weird light switch like the sun's up everything is happy and ha everybody's hanging out dangerously close the sun's down cops and citizens are fighting <laughs> like um and it seems like that's going to keep happening like neither side seems like they're going to back down every single day more and more people have showed up and every single day more and more cops have shown up <laughs> Um, but I will say, at least for our local area, the National Guard has been really nice. Like, they clearly don't want to be there, and they're standing around not saying anything most of the time, <laughs> like hanging out, eating sandwiches, ignoring the fact that they're there. They're, a lot of them are just local guys, and you can tell they also don't want to be there. Um, one guy, like one of the National Guards came over and told us that his sister was in the crowd, and he wants nothing more than to go join her. So that was kind of a cool thing to hear. Um, but it's, it's really the cops that are driving the aggression. Um, as far as business, it's business as usual for us. We've been open for two weeks and we were such a high volume studio that switching to our now like locked door appointment only system, um, people are still booking us out a couple weeks in advance. And like I said, people in the city are pretty chill. Um, so they're all really happy that we're open. They're all really happy to see that we're thriving. Our owner is really open-minded and helping us out. So like business is going to go on as usual, honestly. Um, it's really just people that are outside of the city and driving and that are the issue for us. And at some point they're just going to go back away, back to the burbs like they always do once this kind of blows over in their mind and it'll be back to business as usual. Fair enough. Yeah. It's been really interesting because I moved from DC to move out here. So Kalamazoo, I was surprised to see tear gas being shot so early in Kalamazoo. Um, that was definitely like, wow, this feels like home now, I guess, because I think it was, I can't remember if it was last night or the night before that DC finally had its uh, first night without police violence. Um, but uh, I feel like our business is going to be okay. Um, we, who I work for in the shops, our shop clientele knows what we're about. So for the most part, um, we did get some, a little bit of eh about uh, us supporting Black Lives Matter, but not necessarily a super negative way, just in a way where we're like, well, this is where we stand. This is who we are. These are the people that work there. So we're going to be supportive. Um, so that kind of rolls into another one of our topics. Um, so we also wanted to go over and talk about um, support. Um, how are you guys feeling with like your family, your friends, your shops? Um, we can even touch on a little bit of other things once we're all done with that. And Shweja, you can go first. Um, well, as far as like family and friends, there's definitely a lot of solidarity there. Um, with Superfly, the, the the shop I work at in San Diego, there's definitely solidarity there as well. 
Um, the like I said earlier, or I kind of touched on earlier, the shop owner for Empire, he he's a little out there. He's an older like white guy, and he's kind of set in the whole like this makes no sense, and he's very much a conspiracy theorist that this is all like being faked, and there's no real importance to it. Uh, importance to it. So it kind of just makes me like like uncomfortable working in that situation. But I I don't know. At this point, there's no real avenues that I can like reach out outside of that. But I don't know. I'm I'm kind of interested to see how things are going to be once we like actually return. I'm able to work and see how clients like interaction will be with that sort of thing. Just because like down the street from the shop, basically it's an entirely different city, um, and there it's a bit more affluent in that area that I'm like piercing at, and they. There's been a lot of MAGA support and just issues there, so I don't know. Okay, that's, uh, I mean, I, I guess one out of two is good yeah. for, for work. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cameron, go ahead. Um, honestly, my family and friends have been extremely supportive. They've backed me up. Uh, every decision I've decided to make, they've stood by. Um, I think, honestly, the only one that's had anything negative to say is my mom because she doesn't want me at the front lines because she's real worried about me getting shot in the face and she's also real worried about COVID. But other than that, everyone's been real supportive. My coworkers, I'm the only um, person of color that's employed at my shop right now, but they all have been very vocal and very supportive and it's awesome um i didn't expect so much support from them and even less so from my clientele um out of nowhere my clientele just started sending me messages supportful uh, helpful messages and i didn't expect that at all honestly um so i feel bad for anyone that has a different you know, situation, a different realization, a different, I don't know, outcome, because, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not experiencing it at all. It's very peaceful here. It's very supportive here. Um, I don't think I'm really going to experience much negative, which is really surprising because there's a sundown town about 20 minutes away from here. So I totally expected to, get all kinds of negative backlash, but nothing. Uh, I don't know if any of you have heard of it, but Cahapta, Michigan is, as far as I know, a town that none of us should ever go to <laughs> for any reason whatsoever. And they're so dangerously close to me that I was not expecting any of this. So. Michigan's definitely interesting. I was not expecting the wide range of people that's over here. Because you guys are more central, right? Yep, I'm like about here. Uh, probably a little bit further up. I'm about yeah. an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes away from Detroit. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, and Trevor, you can go ahead. Uh, right now, you know, because we're still not open, we're not experiencing, or I'm not experiencing any real negativity from work. Uh, and I'm fortunate. I work for an amazing company with amazing people. I work for the High Priestess family of studios. 
And they've been amazingly vocal about being completely supportive of Black Lives Matters. They've been really super supportive of understanding that along with protests, there will be riots. Uh, you know, they've all pretty much come out and gone on board as saying, you know, this is part of the process that people deserve change and that we're all, we all deserve to live in a place where we shouldn't feel threatened. So it, it feels good to work for people who are completely supportive and who aren't willing to back down that, you know, historically have not caved to popular opinion, nor have they really ever, you know, turned away from any sort of confrontation. So I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really happy. I don't feel like it's going to be much of an issue. Uh, I, our studio is in the Castro, which has always been the gay district of San Francisco. So I highly doubt we're going to get too many people as returning clients that would be, you know, anti-Black lives. Uh, it's a very liberal place. And I'm, I'm hoping that it will continue to be positive when we can get back in the studio. We are going to switch to uh, an all-appointment-based setup just for the time being until after the coronavirus has been kind of not necessarily dealt with, but until there's some sort of strategy for how we're all going to deal with it. But outside of that, I think it's going to be a really positive thing once we get back into it. That's honestly really good to hear. And yeah, I definitely agree. I def I can't see the Castro having people that are like, mm, don't want to, don't want to support this. Yeah. You don't see a whole lot of, you don't get a whole lot of MAGA hats in the Castro. There's something about, naked men walking around freely that you know kind of chews away that kind of type of personality so it's a it's a welcoming place to be you've seen my i have a maga shirt but it's uh it would be more appropriate for the castro but instead of great it's gape <laughs> that that would be in fact welcomed in the castro I, i'm sure i wonder why they don't give those out it's actually a, a an independent uh printer in uh in Pennsylvania and Philly, I think. Oh, huh. terrible. <laughs> Let me, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, what can you say? It's Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cosmo, go ahead. Um, so I mean, it's been super positive. Like again, the city is pretty progressive. So I've had nothing but good come. Um, we're already open. It's been two weeks now, and it's been perfectly chill. Everybody's really stoked and supportive, and almost every client has come in and talked about how they've been at a protest or we kind of discussed, like I ran into some of them at protest, um, which was super cool. I ended up like marching with a few of them. It's been really good. Um, like Trevor said, like, uh, we're a appointment only system right now. So the door is locked. Um, we just basically have people come through the door and call when they're there. We come and let them in and do all of our like precautionary stuff because of COVID. But I think we're going to ride that out for a long while at least because it honestly ended up solving a lot of our problems. Um, we were getting too busy to where like people were getting burned out. Um, clients were waiting a really long time. So having a reason that, to force us into an appointment only system was just kind of good timing to capitalize on it. Um, it also allowed us to kind of try it out and work out the kinks, why a bunch of people weren't going out and like hitting the town, you know? Um, so that when all this is over, if this is all over, has like any semblance of being over, um, we'll at least be prepared and, a little bit more ready to kind of work out <laughs> what's going on. Um, but my family's from the South Bronx, so they're super supportive and they're perfectly cool with me getting scrappy. Um, they're kind of used to it at this point. So if anything, they're just happy that like I'm doing it for something substantial now, not just because I'm upset, <laughs> but yeah, it's been perfectly fine. Um, I've had almost no backlash and 
we don't really see any MAGA stuff here. Like if you stay in the city proper, because it would just be dangerous for them. Um, but the second you step outside, like what we call our perimeter, like the city limits, um, it's nothing but that. So generally people just don't leave town. <laughs> um, there's like, really there's, there's like Atlanta, then there's like the rest of Georgia <laughs> and the two don't ever really mingle. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's really it for us. Word. Okay. Um, 10. So yeah, like everybody else was saying, it's been pretty positive there also. So I have, so majority of my family is from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I've been talking to them lately about what's been going on in the city and how's everything changed. They said from my great uncle, he said when he used to march back in the '60s, it's it's changed so much. He loves seeing what's going on right now also the new generation and how everybody's clicking together and standing for trying to beat racism. So he said he's, he's glad to see that. He'd love to see that. As far as the shop, everybody been so supportive of what's going on. I've been seeing everybody post about Black Lives Matter. Uh, we need to get rid of racism. Most of my clients come in, check up on me. They tagging me, sharing me like, hey, go support the Black Piercer the local black piercer it's been it's been positive so far that's basically all i have to say that's really good to hear um victoria whenever you are ready so um family's been really supportive um friends have been awesome and supportive my coworkers have been vocal um the person who owns the shop was pretty quick to to say his stance um and it was appreciated it was before before I really feel like people were being pressured um, to take a stance which could come off as disingenuous. You know, I marched with one of my coworkers, which was awesome, who was not a person of color. So I am feeling very, very supported by the people I choose to surround myself with. Um, but we have a huge MAGA presence. So um, that really sucks. I hate seeing that every day. It's just a crap. Yeah. That's what's up. I definitely, um, my shop's super supportive. Um, I think I already touched on that. Um, a bunch of us actually went to one of the protests uh, the other day, which was really cool. Um, my last shop, um, our owner is not the best person. Um, and I definitely experienced a lot of racism. It was actually my last day that I, my coworker yelled at somebody in a MAGA hat and he was bragging about it to a client. And my boss thought, that I was involved because, you know, I'm black. And uh, he chewed me out. And at the end of the day, I asked my coworker, I was like, hey, did you get chewed out for that too? Because I didn't even do anything. And he was like, nope. And that was the day that I packed my stuff and told them deuces, because that stuff's not cool. Um, but I think uh, we also just wanted to quickly, as a group, touch on the fact that all, like everybody supporting, Thank you, um, was super appreciative. All the companies, all of the shops, all of the independent makers, you guys are awesome. Um, everybody that's been silent, we see you. Um, that's it, <laughs> we, yeah, that's pretty much it for that. So I wanna also touch upon a couple things. So let's talk about uh, people that we are supporting. Um, are we gonna? Are we going to continue to support them? Do we get? Do we want to give any personal shout-outs? Um, are we going to not support the people that have been kind of crappy to us? What do you guys feel? 
Shweji, you can go first. Um, I think I'm definitely, well, I know for a fact I'm definitely going to continue to support the people that have been very vocal about everything. Um, there are a few companies whose like silence kind of is concerning. Um, but I mean, I, I'm trying to like see it as like, oh, like maybe they have something else going on. But I mean, this is a pretty huge thing that like I don't really understand how you could ignore. Um, there are a few people that were kind of were like late to saying something, but I'm definitely glad that they came around to saying something at all. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely important that we as like pierces of color, I don't know, we should try to look into making our own jewelry or doing something, you know, so that way we have a bit more solidarity with that. And we have, if an issue like this becomes a thing again, we don't really have to rely on dissenters, I suppose. Yeah. Cool, cool. Cameron, whenever you're ready. Um, honestly, everyone that's been vocal, even the late ones that are doing it just for to avoid backlash, I'm grateful for. But every single person that's silent, I've been in so many different uh, conversations with so many different uh, pierces of color. And there's one thing that I think all of us have agreed on, and it's the people, the companies that are silent or opposing, we just need to cut them out of our business. I mean, racists hate us, but they love our money. <laughs> so we could just, I, I'm fine with not using their companies at all. And some of them I already weren't using, but some of them I have no problem cutting them out. I, why should I, pay, why should I put food on your table when you wouldn't for me? You know, um, and something someone said to me uh, just earlier today, now is the time, the perfect time to start calling out racism. And I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see that, you know, we kind of all have the time to call it out. It's, I think it, most of the time it's, we don't have the time because we don't have the energy, but now that we're not for not everybody, obviously, but now that we're not doing a ton, we have the time. Um, but yeah, Trevor, go ahead. I think uh, really importantly, there are definitely businesses who have been wildly vocal, very super supportive of the cause and of us as people really immediately and right, right from the beginning. Uh, so I think those people definitely deserve, you know, they deserve their due. They definitely deserve their due. Uh, I think Alan at Origin, uh, Jared at One Tribe, those guys have been amazing. They've been super vocal. You know, they've wanted to do things to be helpful. Everybody who's gotten on board, uh, Paul at Tether, um, you know, Anna Paula at Katsali, companies that, you know, are supportive of our industry in a bigger way really 100% deserve our energy. They deserve our money. They deserve our praise. So we see you guys and we appreciate what you're doing. So thank you. Uh, you know, companies who are just jumping on board now because they're worried that they may face some sort of backlash. Um, welcome to the party. Welcome late. Um, we're still glad to have you. But we got our eye on you. We know who you are. Uh, and now hopefully you'll know that we've noticed you and we've noticed your silence and your hesitation to really care about us as people, which is a shame because we do make, we do make the industry richer. 
uh, our history, our presence in it, what we bring to it is huge. And the fact that you won't go to bat for us is, it's shameful. And, you know, I don't have any doubt that that kind of stuff will come to its own. And, you know, I can only hope that all of us remember who those people were. So in two months or three months, when they start wanting to give out discounts or wanting to do things and sponsor piercers coming to conference and wanting to all of a sudden be allies, let's remember that during this time of change, they were really silent. Let's say no thanks to them. Let's not support them. Let's remember just exactly how they treated us during this time. So again, all those people, thank you so very much. I appreciate you. Um, everybody here, I appreciate you for giving all of this your time. And, you know, let's continue to do what we do, which is be amazing. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, Cosmo, whenever you're ready. Hey, so there's like a donk going by, like with tons of bass booming. So I'm sorry if you guys hear that, but just, just Southern things. Um, but honestly, like when it comes to like jewelry companies, I think I'm pretty petty. <laughs> um, I started the first few years of my career making like $100 orders and I realized how poorly those people treated me, certain ones. Um, and now I work for a company that's maybe making like $100,000 orders a month. So it's cool to see that transition personally and then like, like kind of like throw those people shade when I see them in Vegas and whatnot. It's like, no, I remember you like not calling me back when you said you would. <laughs> um, but I'm also in a position where I'm not making purchases. So I don't really have a hand in that. I can suggest things, which I definitely have uh, suggested a lot of stuff from Alan. He's honestly a personal friend of mine. He was one of the first people to call me. Um, he called before family did. So that goes a long way with him. Um, I will drive entirely out of my way anytime I'm heading north to pass through that town and see him. So like I would give all my money to him if I could because he deserves it. Um, as uh, Trevor said, Tether was super vocal and always has been when they stopped by the studio, they were super nice and like realized I wasn't the buyer and still hung out and talked to me, which other people don't. Um, uh, Hunter, who used to work with you, maybe still works with you, came through and was always super gentle and just really kind. Um, so like, it's just like those kind of people in the industry that I'll always give my support to. It's just like, I don't care if we're making a business transaction. I just want to deal with nice people. I don't care if you're, I don't really care about your product because I'm not the one buying it. Um, I'm super picky and are gonna, I'm going to use the same thing all the time. I just want to deal with cool people. Um, so when things transition back to me being a person that's throwing the money out, I'll definitely remember it. Um, and for the most part, I know we're intentionally dodging around names here, but uh, the people that aren't saying anything, I never really like liked them in the first place. <laughs> um, like, honestly, you know who you are. Um, I never really in the first place because of, I know how they treat that little guy and like, I mean, some of you guys are like in this group are making those smaller orders. And I like relate to that. I, I remember when I was like trying to figure out how to spend my $150 for the month. And if a company isn't treating you well and appreciating $150, I don't want to give them my 10, 15, $20,000. Um, because at some point you're going to glow up and you're going to be slinging the big bucks and then they're going to suddenly want your money. And that's just not chill. Um, and like, like other people I've mentioned, I really do want to start trying to support those smaller or the smaller producers and like, especially in Atlanta, there's been huge uh, push for like supporting black owned businesses, which is honestly a lot of them here. Um, realistically, if you're going to get a decent product properly in the city, it's probably to a black owned business. So I'd like to see more of that. Um, it's dope that Trevor is making jewelry. Hopefully that just keeps gr growing and growing so that like he can become one of those bigger names because like, honestly, like I'm not going to go in curse, but you know, those guys, we don't really want to mess with them. <laughs> so it'd be cool to see those kind of like giants come down and like kind of top of those monopolies who like, are just jacking designs and making them more efficiently. Um, 
because it's not chill. And like, honestly, even with our volume, we could still get by without those people. So like, I'm glad to see us bringing in more stuff from like Russia and South America and like just other companies that people aren't really like riding super hard and just kind of trying to teach the new piercers who are just coming up. There's not just three companies to worry about. Like you making a cluster of gems in a certain orientation isn't that hard. Um, <laughs> like anybody can do it and is doing it. Um, but I will also add to that list that Terry Leroy has always been super kind to me and it's just seemingly like a really good dude. He like, he would call me back personally when I was making small orders and like hook me up. Um, so I would, I definitely want to support him as much as I can, even if he isn't like super outspoken. I know in my heart of hearts, I haven't seen him and seeing him like take his tours and visit shops that he's a good dude and he means well, but that's it for me. That was awesome. <laughs> and honestly, very expected of you. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> Ten, you can go ahead whenever you're ready. So for me, I'm the person that's doing the small orders right now. So between, I have about six companies that I'm using right now. Out of the six companies, four said something, two did. Three was very vocal in the beginning. One just now said something. So I was like, um, so now I'm looking back like, why should I continue spending my black earned dollars to a company that don't support me or my people? Why should I waste my money on them? So after everything is over with, I'm eliminating those two companies and I'm picking up two other more companies that I saw personally stand up for the movement that's supporting us, that's for the Black, black Lives Matter. It's, it's no need for me and if anybody else want to follow behind me, we know who the companies are. We know who said something, who didn't say something. Who said something, who didn't say something. It's point blank. So I would not spend my black dollars with them anymore. Not at all. That's how I feel. If you can't make a stance and use your platform for something that's fucking dead right. you Everybody's seen this video of this man. Everybody's seen the video. If you can't say something about racism, then you don't need my damn dollars. That's how I feel. If you don't have my back, why should I spend my money with you? I feel like that with everything. Totally. That, that's, that's where I'm at now. I would, not, I would not spend my black dollars with them anymore. I know a lot of people feel the same way I do, but like I'm a social media junkie. I go on everybody pace and just check and see. I go check and see if you say anything about, hey, Black Lives Matter, or you black the screen out, anything, I like it. If I don't see shit on you, but I see you still posting the other shit, my bad for cussing, my bad for this. You feel the emotions in now, sorry. But yeah. I see you posting the other stuff, but you're not supporting the movement. Why should I support you? Definitely. Definitely. And, uh, I'm, I'm just done with it. You we tell all me where be. you stand at. Yeah, you tell me where you at. Totally. Silence is basically telling me how you feel. Definitely. And then uh, Victoria, you can go ahead. Um. Yeah. Pr everybody pretty much touched on what my my feeling about it. Um. I will continue to support um, those who support me and support uh, cause. Uh, at the end of the day. Um, if I'm spending my money with you, with a company, um, 
I'm not just supporting their product. I'm supporting the people behind it. I'm supporting the people making it, the people selling it. Um, and if I feel like um, you don't respect me or you don't have my back or you don't just respect people in general, um, I don't, I don't want to work with you. I don't want to give you my money. I don't want to support you. That's all. Definitely. Um, I feel like this is probably going to sound pretty biased because of where I work with, but it's also because of who I live with. Um, the Sleeping Goddess team, all of them, literally all of them have been absolutely incredible from the apprentices that are uh, attending the protests and being awesome to uh, my roommate um, whose father was actually a police chief. Um, she's been absolutely incredible and she's awesome. If you've ever had a custom order from Sleeping Goddess, it was touched by her angelic hands. So you're welcome. Um, and my, um, you know what? My family, my dad and my stepmom, I texted them to let them know that I was going to be going things and I would let them know when I was home to make sure that I was safe. And both of them were very supportive. The rest of my family has been um, really silent. And for those of you that don't know me, my family is white. I am adopted. Um, so I'm feeling a kind of way about it. And uh, I hope they do something about it because it kind of feels like dirt, honestly. Um, but um, I also want to give a shout out real quick to Cassie Lopez that opened So Gold in Brooklyn. Um, she is actually running a, a, a thing right now trying to donate stuff um, and you guys can get a $300 gift card from So Gold, which would be awesome. Um, I know a ton of makers uh, that have just been, as people, really awesome. Um, Allie Pope, um, they have been incredible um, to me this entire time. They're jewelry, they're, I, I can't even, I don't have words. It's impressively beautiful. Um, I don't know Alan very well, but I've loved all of his input um, and his jewelry is really super duper cool. And uh, I'm really glad for some of the companies. Um, obviously we've touched on the companies that we all know that maybe should pick other words for their jewelry. And they've always been a problem or the people that haven't touched anything in weeks to say anything um that's kind of disappointing and it's definitely um like you guys were saying earlier um we definitely want to make sure that it's not those three brands we can we can do better there are other brands to support and definitely with all of these newer piercers um because we we need to be better we need to be better um we need to make sure that we are supporting our each other and that we are making sure that people know it's not okay for their silence because silence in this day and age is being just is just being complicit um yeah so, I, have I have something else uh so for all the new pierces with colors if y'all need a new gold jewelry company that's looking for more pierces for color to support their jewelry hit me up in that you can email me you can hit me up on facebook and instagram and i will give you the information they're looking for more piercers for colors to have in, to have their stuff in their stores, in their shops. I just received the email today. So for all new piercers, all piercers for colors, if you need, if you're trying to get into gold or sell gold, hit me up and I will send you the information. Because they've been on the front line supporting Black Life Movement for the longest, since day one since it happened. Okay, so um, I just want to touch on real quick um, before we end this, that we are going to be having a Piercers of Color podcast. Ryan, I promise we're not stealing your style or anything like that. 
um, we just have a lot to talk about and we don't want to crowd up everybody's other podcasts. Um, so definitely stay in tuned. Um, if you are on Instagram, follow us. It's uh, underscore piercers of color. Um, you're going to see a bunch of us on there. Feel free to share our work. Feel free to get your friends to like our pages. Honestly, the love is necessary right now. Um, and for all of you piercers of color that aren't in our Facebook group, um, please contact any of us. Come see us. Um, we want you here. It doesn't matter if you think that you're in the ghetto shop or that you have never used an anatomical piece or BVLA end. We want you. We want, to, we want you to be present. This is your industry too. If people can make money off of where we came from, you're allowed here. And then I did... Someone said something earlier to me. I'm not going to name her because I'm not sure she'd like to know, uh, like to be named, but she feels like she doesn't have uh, a leg in our fight because she's very white passing. So I'd like to say to all white passing people, uh, piercers of color, this is your fight too. Your voices are heard. Your voices matter. It doesn't matter. Stand with us where we've got you. <laughs> Hell yeah. And does anybody else have anything that they want to add before we end? Um, yeah, I for sure want to shout out Tyler McClure for being like the grimiest dude ever and like being more vocal than most of the black dudes I know. Like <laughs> he's always had my back and everything. Like, honestly, if I knew I had to go to bat on something called Tyler, he would show up. And I just want to say I appreciate that um, because even when it's unpopular opinion, he's being vocal, even when it's losing him followers or getting him in trouble with his employer or whatever, he's still talking and, I think that's worth noting. And I wish there were more people like him out there. Hell yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Buddha for really being vocal on everything. I know we were name dropping companies earlier. They're being positive, but yeah. Shout out to yeah, them. Buddha, Buddha been doing <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Anybody else? We good? I think that's good. I mean, again, I think, I think all the good people, all the people that are going to be on the right side, you know, we, we've acknowledged them. We see already these. there. Yeah. You know, you already know that you're winning, that you're doing the right thing. So we do see you. And even if you haven't, uh, I mean, it's not the kind of thing where you should expect a pat on the back or a handshake, but we do see you and we do appreciate you. And it, it, it does matter. It does matter. And we do appreciate it. Here we go, guys. Sounds like it. Oh, good. All right. Thank you for listening to the episode, and thank you to everyone involved in the panel discussion Michelle Katzelnick, Cameron Solo, Trevor Thomas, Schwazy, Victoria Rothman, Ten and Cosmo. I really appreciate you all taking the time. Uh, keep your ears open for that Piercers of Color podcast coming soon. And don't forget to follow underscore Piercers of Color on Instagram. There are a lot of important conversations happening right now. So keep your ears open and, and keep your heart open, please. Uh, even if you feel like it doesn't directly affect you, I, I assure you that it, it does affect all of us in, in one way or another. Um, you know, I have my life experience. I, I've never had to 
worry if uh, getting pulled over for a broken taillight is going to be the last day of my life. Uh, I, I can't rationalize or fully understand. I don't think I'll ever be able to fully understand what that might feel like to some people. Um, but don't dismiss it. Just because it's not a problem for you in your everyday life does not mean that it's not a problem. So uh, really just uh, listen and, and keep an open mind. I appreciate you listening to this episode, and I'll be back with another episode next week.